and welcome to the Cordero Report. I'm your host, Johnny Cordero, coming to you from Columbia, South Carolina. For far too long, the media, network, cable, and print, and their carefully selected political pundits have implied that there are only two political points of view, the conservative and the liberal. Of course, they don't say that. They just exclude people with other views from the public discourse by not allowing them to appear on their programs. But there is another view. I'm talking about the progressive, some call it radical, view. It is this view, always vehemently opposed by Republicans and Democrats alike, that has driven virtually all positive change in American history. From the Bill of Rights to the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments to minimum wage, Social Security, and Medicare, all were considered progressive, even radical views at the time. The Cordero Report exists to address political and cultural issues confronting America with particular emphasis on issues of importance to African Americans and other minorities that are routinely avoided by the media. It is time, once again, for progressive, even radical thinking. Make no mistake about it, the Cordero Report is not for the squeamish or the faint of heart or those who still think we should go along to get along. The Cordero Report will not recognize any sacred cows or topics, people or institutions considered too big or too powerful to take to task. The Cordero Report is a teaching podcast. Our mission is to educate to empower so that our people may have the knowledge and tools to speak truth to power without fear or favor to enable us to make substantive change now. We will expose how the system really works and how it can be forced to grant us fundamental fairness and power proportionate to our numbers in the population. This is the Cordero Report. I'm Johnny Cordero. Let's get to the root. I'm Johnny Cordero. Welcome. In the coming weeks, I will give information and commentary on politics with primary emphasis on South Carolina. Now, make no mistake about it. It is my intention to provide insight and instruction pertinent to the effective use of the power of our educated vote to secure fundamental fairness and political power proportionate to our numbers, plain and simple. You see, we African-Americans, I prefer black, and I certainly don't prefer non-whites as the Elections Commission refers to us. We represent nearly 70% of the Democratic electorate in South Carolina. Joe Biden is president of the United States largely because of our support. But the insulting fact is that although we represent 27% of the population, we are 43% of the population that lives in poverty. Throughout South Carolina, the higher the black population, the lower the educational investment. 52.9% of the black population received SNAP benefits, that is food stamps, while the national average is 25%. It is high time that we demanded our rightful share of the political power in the Democratic Party and in politics generally. 
and as Frederick Douglass put it over a century ago, power concedes nothing without a demand. It never did, and it never will. But in order to do what we must, we must become expert in what I call Politics 101, which includes knowledge of history and procedures, knowledge of how the game is played and how to beat them at their own game. Now, there's a reason we have been kept out of the game, because history teaches that once we learn the game, we excel. And also that democracy means, at base, majority rules. To that end, we will mainly focus on electoral politics in South Carolina, as well as legislative maneuvers and parliamentary procedure. I will be teaching both politics and law, as well as your rights as citizens in civil and criminal matters. We will necessarily scrutinize and take to task politicians, legislatures, and political parties. This, my friends, is a new day. We will not march or protest. We will educate to empower, and the rest will be history. All of my life, I have detested bullies. Those are the people who pick on those who they believe will not or cannot fight back. I thought mistakenly that I had left bullies in grade school back in Brooklyn, but I was wrong. Bullies abound in politics also. But you know, I never thought I would see the day when the South Carolina Democratic Party would become Confederates with the MAGA Republican bullies. Did I say I detest bullies? Now, I'm not talking about the whole South Carolina Democratic Party. I'm talking about the spineless leadership of the party. Typical of bullies, they have decided to pick on party progressives in a way that is not only cowardly, but also plays into the hands of those whom they claim to be so different from. That's right. I said they are picking on progressives. And in so doing, they have become as bad, if not worse, than the mega Republican, mega Republicans themselves. Did I say I detest bullies? One of the reasons I call them bullies is because they have now taken to picking on the little guy. Not different from playground bully bullies, only more sinister. I'm going to take a look at a case in point for the instruction it gives and for the future it foretells. Gary Votor is an activist and until recently a loyal, devoted Democrat who realized that the South Carolina Democratic Party leadership had not only abandoned the progressive issues that the party espoused in its platform and claimed to support before the votes were counted in 2022, Gary kept the leadership's feet to the fire as a certified Democratic candidate for governor. But when he realized the game they were playing 
That is, they were pushing golden boy Cunningham because even though he couldn't win, he would bring in the money. As long as he stays moderate and kept away from issues like $15 minimum wage, mm -hmm, expansion of Medicaid, uh-huh, and those kind of progressive issues. But it wasn't until the South Carolina Democratic Party leadership informed Gary that they would not require Democratic candidates to publicly support the party platform that things started to unravel. The leadership was said to be fearful that if they required candidates to toe the party line, they would, get this, get sued. You can't make this stuff up, my friends. After that, Gary decided that he could no longer support the Democratic Party because the party's leadership, again, the leadership, had abandoned the progressive part of their platform. Gary then left the South Carolina Democratic Party and joined up with the South Carolina Labor Party. Now, here's where the problem really starts. The leadership didn't care that Gary left the party because he had no real voice outside the party. The party chair, I'm told, even wished Gary good luck in his future endeavors. But Gary left and joined the South Carolina Labor Party and became their candidate for governor, which means that, get this, which means that he not only regained his voice, but he would now be in competition with Democratic nominee Golden Boy Cunningham for the progressive votes. Not to mention that Cunningham is against the $15 minimum wage, and I'm told that he even voted against it during his one term in Congress. Did I say I detest bullies? I never thought I'd see the day when the Democratic Party would bully progressives. Well, they have, and by so doing, they have become as bad, if not worse, than the Republicans. The South Carolina Democratic Party leadership now leads by intimidation, thuggery, and good old-fashioned gangsterism. In short, by picking on the little guy for no other reason than they can. The South Carolina Democratic Party, in an act that, mark my words, will come back to haunt them and all Democrats, filed a lawsuit to remove a certified candidate, that is Votor, from another certified party, that is the South Carolina Labor Party, from their ballot. Now let that sink in. Because as a result of the petty action, the bullying, the future of democracy in South Carolina is in serious jeopardy. They're really going to be a fight for the soul of democracy. Remarkably, on August 16th, 2022, a circuit court judge ruled that Votura's name should not be placed on the ballot for the November election, even though he had been certified by the Labor Party and the State Election Commission. Did you hear what I said? A circuit court judge ruled that Votura should be stricken from the ballot. Based on this ruling, 
and the precedent that it sets, the Republican Party could sue to have a certified Democratic candidate removed from the ballot or vice versa. This ruling opens the door for the possibility, for the potential of the Democratic Party moving to remove Democrats from the ballot. And if you don't realize how detrimental that can be, stop and think about it. You see, the reason I hate bullies so much is because based on this ruling and the precedent it sets, they have moved against the little guy. Votour is not able to fight this decidedly wrong decision because he doesn't have the funds or the skills to fight and reportedly no attorney has come forward who would take his case. Votour's campaign shows that the South Carolina Democratic Party does not care about so-called democratic values. All they care about is not winning because they have not won the governorship or any statewide office in from 24 and 16 years, respectfully. But during that time, they have raised more than, get this, $60 million. Seems like, my friends, that the money is in losing and they apparently lose by design. I predict that the South Carolina Democratic Party's rank and file, good people, fair people, honest people, will recognize the error in this leadership's ways and how detrimental it will be to the party both now and in the future and come the next election I guarantee I doubt I'm well no I'm gonna say it boldly coming in the next coming election they will dump the current leadership in favor of someone who will actually support democratic values and not lead by intimidation as to the damage done to the reputation of the party they will remain never let that down. Talk me down if you can. I'm Johnny Cordero, and that's how I see it. Well, that's it for us today. Hope I've made you think. But don't take my word for it. Talk me down if you can. But just remember that hundreds of thousands of our people have given their lives to make it possible for you and I to be here today. But now the forces of MAGA Republicanism and white supremacy control the Supreme Court and most of the state legislatures. And they will not stop until they reverse all of the gains that we have made since the 1960s. 
Our people have been fighting the power since 1619. We can't stop now. And remember, never argue with anyone that Harriet Tubman would have shot. I'm Johnny Cordero. Remember, each one reach one, each one teach one. Be safe. Till next time.